Hey, how you doing? Welcome to We Live on a Planet, powered by Anchor Radio. I'm your host, Patrick. Thank you for joining me on this Friday, May 4th, 2018 edition to the show. I appreciate you being here. Temperatures currently are 55, feels like it's 54, and uh, highs are going to be about 77 degrees here in the city of Oswego. It's going to be rainy, though. It's going to be a rainy 77 degrees. What are the winds? Winds are currently west, northwest at 4 miles per hour. So if you are joining me for the first time, thank you so much. Like I said, my name is Patrick. I'm your host. We talk about stuff and things here on the show, and that's what we're going to do today. We hear a little bit of music, motivational quote, that kind of good stuff. So thank you for coming on over and checking me out. I hope you stay tuned to the rest of the show. we got more to come. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for coming on back to the show. I appreciate it. Let's start with uh, our quote. This one is from Maya Angelou. This is what she said. I've learned that people will forget what you've said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Good quote, Maya. That's true. Even though, you know, remember this though. You can't control other people's feelings. You just can't. You, you cannot. You can only control you. And that's all you all you can do. All right, let's, um, hey, you know what? On today's date, 1984, Bruce Springsteen came out with Pink Cadillac. Let's hear Pink Cadillac. Yeah, I know that's random. We'll be right back. Hello, Patrick. Thank you so much for that voice message and stopping by and seeing what we're about. Um, this is Ashley. Um, but yeah, I definitely appreciate you stopping by and I really look forward to, um, hearing more of your content. So I hope your Thursday is going awesome and I'm sure we will talk soon. Thanks so much. Welcome back. We just heard from Bruce Springsteen. Uh, another fun fact about Bruce Springsteen, that was the first CD ever pressed, was born in the USA. And we heard from, here we go. Now, I'm going to struggle because I cannot say this word. We heard from the An Animinity Project. An Animinity. I, man, I cannot say that word. I struggle. We heard from the Animinity Project. Uh, so thank you for calling in. Uh, the other day, they came over and followed the show. And whenever anybody comes over and gives me a like, I, I call them back and uh, leave them a message. And so they were just returning the phone call and returning the courtesy. So thank you so much so let's do our uh random fact if you've been joining the show you know that we like to um i type into i'm feeling curious into google and then i get something and this is what we got today and this one was i don't know interesting kind of i guess i didn't realize it not that it it was a major thing but i thought it was kind of neat i never know what it's going to be which came first Coke, a cola, or Dr. Pepper? This is what it said. Oddly enough, Coca-Cola, the world's most recognized soft drink, was introduced in 1886, one year later than a multi-flavored carbonated concoction called Dr. Pepper. In 1885, a pharmacist named Charles Adderton was experimenting with several fruit-based flavors at the soda fountain and came up with a new drink, Dr. Pepper. I, you know, I like Dr. Pepper better than Coke. I'm not a huge soda guy anyways. And somebody told me before 
that the secret ingredient in Dr. Pepper was prune juice. I wonder if that's true. But that could be that strange flavor that you're not quite sure what it is. Do you remember that Dr. Pepper commercial? Maybe you don't. Maybe you're not old enough. I remember Drink it. Dr. Pepper and I'm proud. I'm part of an original crowd. And if you look around these days, there seems to be a Dr. Pepper craze. I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper, we're a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper. Yep. <laughs> I'll be right back. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me. We heard uh, I'd like to teach the world to sing. That was a uh, the uncoke version, but during the 70s, there was a Coca-Cola commercial, and they used that song, too, so I thought I'd play that. Let's do um, – I want to talk a little bit today about uh, on this date of history back in 1970. 1970 was the year I was born. And uh, there's a song out from Krabs, and Nash named Ohio, and it's about this date today. In Kent, Ohio, 28 National Guardsmen fire their weapons at a group of anti-war demonstrators on Kent State University campus, killing four students, wounding eight, and permanently paralyzing another. This right here that I'm getting ready to finish reading to you is from the history website on this day of history. Two days earlier, the National Guard troops were called to Kent State to suppress students' rioting and protest of the Vietnam War and the U.S. invasion of Cambodia. The next day, scattered protests were dispersed by tear gas, and on May 4th, class resumed at Kent State University. By noon that day, despite a ban on rallies, some 2,000 students had assembled on the campus. National Guard troops arrived and ordered the crowd to disperse. They fired tear gas and advanced against the students with bayonets fixed on their rifles. When you fix a bayonet on a rifle, that is some scary stuff. I've done a lot of historical interpreting at a, a fort called Fort Ontario here in Oswego. And fixing a bayonet, is that's a scary thing. You, you put a bayonet on the end of a gun and you start advancing towards people. I, I still, I'm getting chills right now reading to this, knowing that this happened to students, to children children. So they had their bayonets fixed. Some of the protesters refused to yield, responding by throwing rocks and verbally taunting the troops. Goes on later, it says, minutes later, without a firing a warning shot, the guardsmen dis discharged more than 60 rounds towards a group of demonstrators in a nearby parking lot, killing four and wounding nine. The closest casualty was 20 yards away, and the furthest was almost 250 yards away. After a period of disbelief, shock, and attempts at first aid, angry students gathered in a nearby slope and were again ordered to move by the guardsmen. Faculty members were able to convince the group to disperse and further bloodshed was prevented. In 1974, at the end of a criminal investigation into the Kent State incident, a federal court dropped all charges levied against Ohio National Guardsmen for their role in the students' death. That's some crazy stuff. That is crazy stuff. This happened on our own soil in 1970 because about 2,000, excuse me, 2,000 students decided to exercise their right to protest and our government 
shot and killed children. I don't usually get too political right here, but that's something that really, uh, as I'm speaking about it right now, gives me chills. It's just saddening. Let's hear from Ohio the song about this tragedy, Cry Stills and Nash. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I would love to change the world if I knew how. But I don't. But I do know that I want to read The Secret, The Daily Teachings by Rhonda Byrne to you. And we are on day 70. How weird. Day 70. We were just talking about something from 1970. I like when things work like that. Just that synchronicity, I guess. Here we are. If a man's mind becomes pure, his surroundings will also become pure. The Buddha. Wow, that was a quick daily reading. It's kind of a quick show, too. Thank you so much for spending time with me today on your Friday. I do appreciate it. I hope you have a great weekend. I do appreciate it. I'm going to be taking the weekend off from broadcasting, so I will be back Monday. I hope you tune in to me Monday and take a listen. And I want to wish my wife a happy birthday, a happy early birthday. Tomorrow's my beautiful wife's birthday. So happy birthday, honey. I love you. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys Monday. Peace, my friends.